So, hey, Dino, Cantu, she's from Mexico, and I'm assuming those are your pronouns. <laughs> um, Dino, can you tell us a little bit about your company and what brings you to the NGOCC National 2022 Convention in Vegas? Of course, yes. So, we are here because we're going to start the Mexican LGBTQ plus Chamber of Commerce. We are very excited to meet other chambers and learn from their experience. Right now, we already have our plan of work and we're in the stage of fundraising. We want to fundraise for at least uh, to secure one year of operations. Um, so I think that, yes, we're here just to, to be able to get more experience from other chambers and then aggressively pursue our goals in Mexico when we're back. Great. And then can you elaborate on your, because you have a business and can you tell us the name of your business and what's, and, and how did you uh, start it? Oh, yes. So my business, it's called Fabrica de Bots. And what we do is we create experiences through chatbots on instant messaging platforms like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, we, we, we offer uh, all kinds of services through, through the chatbots. So why would somebody enlist your company or need your company? What makes it so instrumental in the growth and development of a small business? Yeah, uh, for us is helping actually businesses go where people already are. You know, if you think about, well, Mexico, 86% of Mexico uses WhatsApp. You know, that's where conversations are happening. So how can we translate your business to a small conversation? to do anything from answering, you know, the frequently asked questions, which is the most common thing that takes a lot of time of a person that it's copy pasting one thing over and over and over again. So we just kind of pump that and then figure that out and try to manage this 80-20 rule. 80% automatic services and 20% for people that have other needs. Cool, that's dope. So now it's all coming together, makes sense. Cause you're right. Sometimes I get so much, and you know, like you just said, I use business WhatsApp. Business WhatsApp is, you know, it's just like the regular WhatsApp. You can call, text, email, go to group chats. We use it as an inner office tool. So it really works well for us. Sometimes what I'm noticing, cause we do use, we have, we have a WhatsApp icon at the bottom of our website. So you can actually connect to the number that you, that you called me on earlier directly to there as well. And speak to us, you know, real time. How does this translate or how will it translate or how will your company translate that into email? Do you do you have an email version of it or no? No, no. And actually, if you think about, for example, opening rates of email versus WhatsApp, it's completely crazy. WhatsApp is 98%. Email is 20%. So I think email is something from the past and we're focusing on the future and how we like to talk. And, and it's not by email, I think. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that I've been dealing with, I mean, when I went overseas as a, as a kid, 20 years ago, they're, they're using instant messaging. And then I went to, I believe, I think I went to Israel about eight years ago. And I went to Indonesia about 10, like eight, 19 years ago. And they were using WhatsApp because you already know, you guys use those, those little uh, SIM cards, you put them in your phone, you top up, you go to local grocery store, mall, liquor store, convenience store, and you guys uh, buy, you know, more, more, uh, I guess, data to use on your phones. So the more you talk on your phone, the more it eats the plan. With us, you know, which is super crazy, we're still, you know, they're charging us between $200 and $500 for a cell phone plan, you know? 
Yeah, so yeah. The, Actually, the, it, it, it works the same in Mexico. Uh, most of the plans uh, include WhatsApp for free. It's, you're not using your data when you're on WhatsApp. So that's great because it talks a lot about the reach that these tools can have. For example, think about uh, people in vulnerable situations. For example, in Mexico, we have uh, a, a, a big deal not respecting the rights of the people that work on homes, cleaning the house. And many of them come very young to the city, underage, alone, looking for work, and they don't even know how to write by hand, but they know how to write to WhatsApp. And WhatsApp is how they talk to their families. And, and WhatsApp is how they know how to write. Imagine such basic things. Even if you think about all the immigra immigrants community that come even from like South America, pass through Mexico, how they communicate, how they create their plans, how they know where to go, it's through WhatsApp as well. So, I mean, it's a really powerful tool that it, thinking about the digital divide, I think it reaches it the best. Um, and it can get you near people to offer them the most common services. I mean, the the clients that I like the most are governments because you can do a lot in customer service in government. There is a lot room of improvement, but also, I mean, for any enterprise, small or big, this is an area of opportunity. And what do you say about, what do you say to the naysayers about WhatsApp? Because it's, it is a meta company, right? It's, a, it's, a, um, it's under the umbrella of Facebook, correct? Yeah. So, I you mean, know, a lot of, yeah, you know, a lot of people have a lot of a lot to say that is it, it isn't so positive about Facebook, to say the least. And um, what do you say about that? I mean, we are not married to the platform. We're going to be working in the platforms that have the most people. So that that's going to be defined by the market, not by us. Wow, that's dope. So what's um, so what's your clientele that you have in place right now? What what? Uh, areas do you work with most around the country in mexico and around the world yeah right now we're just starting in mexico and we're looking for expansion and we are like it's because of my profile and and my expertise the are the sector that i work the most is with civil society organizations so i've created bots for example for access to justice uh, for people in prison things like that that are really cool and that I like a lot because it's about helping people. So in a way, it's spread and there's a lot of word of mouth about us and how we do the work so that we help people. And we're very focused on that. We, we are, our slogan is changing the world one bot at a time. And, and people usually don't associate bots with something positive, but in our case, they're doing it. Uh, and now we're looking to expand on the private sector. So we are going to go more into sales and customer service and trying to push in that uh, in that road. Are you going into certain industries in the private sector? Yes. So we have small, medium and large enterprises. What I want the most is to use WhatsApp as a coordination tool between teams. Uh, with a very good CRM because everyone is working through WhatsApp and everyone is just using it for customer service. But I'm like, dude, it can solve a lot of problems, logistical problems inside yes, companies. Right. It's the same, it's the same process, you know, like the process is 
a decision tree, a logic tree that asks you questions through a conversation and where you collect structured and unstructured data. Uh, so, for example, if you have uh, inspectors, if you have deliveries, if you have anything, whenever they they make a delivery, whenever they make an inspection, they can do it through WhatsApp. They can take the pictures and then it can all go to a CRM and then you can have the operations of everything that's going on the field 24-7 and completely in real time. So there's not like it, there's undeniable evidence where you there send me the picture. Yeah, and the picture has metadata. You cannot fake it, you know, and it's a conversation in WhatsApp. You cannot fake it. I know the timestamp of when you send those messages and I'm going to ask you for your location and I'm going to ask you for a picture of evidence so you can have the operation of everything. Uh, so that's a, that's what we want to push because that's something new that we are developing. That's so funny you said that because I always thought I was a janky business person because I love WhatsApp. <laughs> That's what I was getting. That's what I was, that's what I was getting to. Is that basically when I went overseas, I found that you save time. And me, me, and you both know you can. I can talk to twenty people at the same time with that. And, and how do I know I can do that? Because I do it all the time. So we use it as a customer service tool, but we also use it as an inter, as an inner office tool. So there's there's tons of inner office tools like Taskade and all these other things and Google and all that stuff. But I don't, but WhatsApp, I don't have to pay eight hundred dollars and all that money per month to maintain that. And it's a little cumbersome. With WhatsApp, I can put people in groups and like for us as a magazine, I can put my interns with interns that are across the country, interns internationally, um, interns working in the arts, uh, the arts area for the art department, put together the magazine creatively, interns on the editorial side where they write and copy edit. It's so great. And you just really just put it in there and I can put everybody in one. We can have a pizza party. We can video chat. We can email each other. I just talked to one of my, one of my interns named Andrea Esteban. Uh, she just graduated. Congratulations, Andrew. Um, from, and, and she was in London. And I was talking to her when I was inducted into the NGLTC for LGBT business. So it was just really a great moment when you're sitting in Vegas and you have people all around the world. And while we're getting inducted and talking to each other and networking, I'm actually telling my teams in, in, in real time um, how to do uh, certain uh, assignments or uh, I'm, I'm actually editing things. I use my stylus for my note, for my, my Ultra 22 rather, and I, I circle and send things back. It's really a great tool. My only thing that people always keep saying, um, because I think WhatsApp was compromised before, what, what, what's going on with the security of WhatsApp? It, it, do you feel it's encrypted properly? I mean, they're part of one of the biggest companies in the world and one of the biggest development teams. Like if they cannot encrypt it well, I don't know who can, you know, it's like, and yes, they platforms will always have vulnerabilities. But anyways, we are not making the platform and we are not defining the platform. We're just going where people are and we offer services there. And if it stops working, then we move to another platform because the technology is the same. It's just instant messaging. So we're going to be where the conversations are happening. That's so awesome. I'm so glad you clarified that for everyone, because like I said before, everybody was like, why you guys use this WhatsApp? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so easy. And everybody uses it globally. I think a lot of people in certain parts of the world, we just tend to think all about ourselves. We don't understand and we've never been anywhere. So I feel like people need to get a passport, get on a plane and go travel and get culture or come to a convention like NGLCC or another organizational 
uh, that's international, where you can meet people from around the world and see how they do things. Business is done differently all around the world. So having said that, um, what do you, what are your, can you tell us about your background? Because you have a pretty impressive background with your educational background. And you know, there's not a lot of women in tech. So now you guys are coming in strong, you know, swinging. Like, what up? So it's really cool to see um, someone like yourself that's been marginalized doing some amazing, successful things in this space. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm a lawyer by training. Uh, my expertise was um, human rights law. So I was doing a lot of strategic litigation. And then I decided to do a master's in public administration and public policy just to get better at litigating things that are more traditionally associated with public policy and not so much law. Um, but that's when I met my old boss, Beth Novak. She was the first, um, she was in charge of the agenda in the first term of Obama, of open government. Uh, and that's when I decided to switch careers. And, and I'm like, no, this is it. I think the use of technology and data can advance better the causes I'm fighting for. And there's less people working on these topics. There's a lot of lawyers that <laughs> it's okay if they miss one, uh, but there we need people with this kind of skill set, uh, you know, like people centered design, all of these things. So that's when I am like, nope, this is it. I'm, uh, I'm sticking to this. Not because I changed my mind in what I'm fighting for. I just changed the tool. And I, and I like these new tools and skill sets that I developed. Over my time in New York, I was there living, studying first, then working for the governance lab at NYU uh, for almost seven years. And then I moved back to Mexico to the public sector. I also wanted to be there in, in I don't know, try, try things my own. And, and now I'm an entrepreneur and launching my company. So it's been a, it's been a long road. <laughs> that's, that's an amazing story because Mexico, I just, I, I'm so sorry. Pre, please excuse my pronunciation. My Spanish is terrible. <laughs> but I did a trip with the government of Mexico of the Southern Peninsula of Yucatan and went to Merida and Valladolid. Ah, no, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and I just saw like everything, the expansion and everything going on in Mexico is amazing. And so just to see and listen and meet you right now is just so cool because you're highly educated and you get it you're not only you, you know you're not in it for money you're in it for like technology and and to push um people who are like-minded who are progressive and forward thinkers into the future properly like you said we're not going to miss you as a lawyer but we're definitely going to miss you um as a as a as a bot uh a code writer so yeah is there anything else that um, you want to tell us about that uh, or some new directives of endeavors about your company that we should know about moving forward? No, no, no. I, I think it's just the, the focus. Like, let's be real. Let's let's make people's lives simpler. Let's stop complicating people's lives with bureaucracy and eternal. Pro like, let's make them simple. Let's make them reactive. Let's consider or take into consideration that we're all having a hard time here. And, and and if we can do something to make our lives easier, and there's a lot of, of, of space for improvement in terms of services, especially customer service. 
uh, we should do it. But we should do it intentionally, thinking about who's out there, but also who's inside working them. Because also public servants and people that work in customer service have terrible uh, life experience too, and quality of life, because they're yelled all the time. Because bad process gives you a bad experience, gives you someone angry, and gives you someone that's yelling at you. And that's not nice either. So let's be kind, more kind and nice to each other outside and inside. And then just think about people. Technology can do most of things now. So let's put technology to work for us and, and, and make our life simpler in the workplace and also with our clients. Uh, well, Dino, it was amazing speaking to you today. And I'm so happy that Stephen, Steve Markle introduced you to 360 and we're here to support you any way we can. Are you going to be at the uh, reception tonight or are you doing anything fun this evening? Yeah, I am. We're going to the reception now. Okay. Well, hopefully we might be stopping by as well for a brief minute. But if we don't, feel free to keep in touch because I definitely want to talk to you about your services. I understand as a small business owner, the, you know, and, and having tons of, employees that are freelance um, that work on projects, projects, you already know what I'm talking about. Um, I know this this could do for us. Um, and I would definitely like to, you know, help out any way I can with getting the word message out about your company and also enlisting some of your services. So I'm so happy to meet you. And hopefully tonight, I know, I think we're leaving very early tomorrow, but I'm going to make it my business to either get out tonight or either get, I'm going to make it my business to at least get out to you or something. I'm at the, we're at the wind. The Wynn Hotel down the street, so we're not too far. So let me know, and then I'll keep in touch. But I have all your information. Um, I would love to check back with you time to time, and you should do the same. You have my email. Let me know any new endeavors you guys are working on, any new community initiatives that we can push out, and um, let's take it from there. But I'm proud of you guys. Good luck on the, on everything you're doing, and thank you for uh, for stopping by. No, thank you so much for, for having us and for giving us the time to share about our story and what we do. We're so happy to talk to you. And yes, let's continue this conversation. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.